Hey guys, I come here to you today with much caffeine in my system. <laughs> um, I switch between energy drinks and coffee, and I feel like when I like switch from one to the other, it's like a different form of caffeine is like unleashed in me, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I have the coffee in my system. But a couple events have happened within the past 24 hours that I wanted to share with you that almost kind of like 100% shifted my perspective. And I think these events will apply to you in your life, to your health and fitness, and just how you live your life and the quality of living your life. Um, It's something that I've lost within me at times and I feel like recently I probably have gotten away from it but it has recently been sparked inside me and let me tell you that what I'm going to share with you most humans honestly can't survive without it so without further ado let's hop into the podcast Alright guys, that was a pretty intense intro, but I want you to understand the importance of this concept that I'm going to be describing to you. Um, I don't know if you believe in a higher power, I don't know if you believe in a god, uh, me, uh, this may be a podcast story for another time, but let's just say I used to be very Roman Catholic Um, I did my communion and my Eucharist and I read all the books and I read all the stories and I did everything I need to do. I did some soul searching and I even have a cross tattooed on my thumb. Um, But at the end of the day, I am kind of like I believe in more so energy and a higher power because we are such crazy complex creatures. Um, So it would be somewhat short of a miracle if we just kind of ended up on this planet being able to survive as complex as we are having emotions and thoughts it'd be pretty crazy um but yeah so i i definitely believe in a higher power but aside from that i'm talking about something that's not physical i'm talking about something that you kind of manifest the reason i bring the universe into play is because i am a strong believer that the energy that you put out into the universe is what you will attract whether it's from a god whether it's just literally some sort of scientific energy with ions positive and negative whatever it is it's true it is 100% true because if you know me I struggle with emotions Sometimes I get in my periods where I get really depressed and I feel bad for myself. And um, when I am that way, that is what I attract. That is how I view my world. It's like I put on these glasses and every instance I see is negative. On the other end of the spectrum, when I am motivated and I'm happy and I'm positive, it's like the same exact world but it's i see it totally differently and nothing has changed nothing has changed around me it's simply my 
perspective. And that is what I want to talk to you about today. And this is going to be a good one because I'm very passionate about it. Um, and I am in a good space right now. And the reason I brought it up specifically is because I have been happy and I have been enjoying life, but I feel like I was almost in a period where I was putting my head down and I was doing some work and you have to go through those periods. You got to sometimes put your head down and get the mundane tasks done. And I was going through that recently and sometimes you kind of lose sight of things. And recently I have found that spark again that purpose the perspective the hope we're gonna be making some star wars references here (laughs) but the one thing that really kicked me into it i'm gonna share this and please if you know of this place or even if you don't know of this place i want you to speak about this and support who i'm going to be talking about today because they mean a lot to me and that is the mahoning drive-in you're probably thinking what the heck it's a drive-in what are you talking about well before we get into all this this is what kind of gave me my spark back less than 24 hours ago so the mahoning drive-in is a drive-in um north of me it is near jim thorpe pa lehighton pa is where it's at so it's about a 45 minute drive straight shot um north of us and me and my husband moved here about a year ago, a little over a year ago, and we love Halloween, we love horror, and I mean, we like like older movies, like I like corny, like those 80s movies, because that's what my parents grew up with showing me, and it kind of is my way to connect with them, because I don't have the strongest relationship with them, but that is my one way that we can kind of connect so that means a lot to me and we found this drive-in we didn't really have a lot of drive-ins around us out west however uh, western pa i should say (laughs) there are not many drive-ins left in the united states it's kind of like an old pastime but there's actually a lot more out here there's diners out here and there are drive-ins i'd say a handful and it's great we went to the mahoning and It was perfect because during COVID, it's like the drive-in almost made this comeback because where's a place that you can watch a movie on a big screen? You don't have to be necessarily around people. You can be confined in your car, so you don't have to worry about the spread of germs. It's very COVID-friendly. So people were going here instead of sitting down in a movie theater. So that's what we did. We drove up to the Mahoning for something to do, and we saw some movies, and we loved the atmosphere there. This is the second oldest drive-in in America. It was established in 1947. The screen is original. The projector, original. And they have um, a documentary on Amazon. The documentary is called At the Drive-In. I highly recommend that you watch it. It might even be free on Amazon. If not, if it's a couple dollars, just pay to support. It is a fantastic documentary. All of the people who you see in that documentary are still there. I see them all the time. Um, Follow them on Facebook, um, Mahoning Drive-In. They are fantastic people. And it's a story of how the drive-in was going to die, essentially. And... um, they just weren't getting as many people anymore and then they started getting creative um the guy who's kind of like the main guy there jeff um you know he would play these shows even if only two people showed up they would be losing money essentially 
and he would continue to play these movies for people and now over the past couple years this was like maybe 2014-15 now oh my god they're getting celebrity guests they have all these booths set up they're offering um mahoning branded merch um they have all these special fun foods that might have to do with the movies that they're showing it's just a really nice community this when I drive to the Mahoning, even though I've been in this area only for a year, it reminds me of kind of like when you're a kid and you have that thing that you go to and like you look for the landmarks when you're driving up on it. It just feels like home. I don't I can't describe it. Um, you know, we drive out there and when I see the stores coming up and I see the specific things and I see the Mahoning sign, I get excited like I'm a little kid. And it's just something that's special to me. And I feel like we don't have a lot of that anymore. It's really hard to find that. Um, we're so go, go, go. We're so focused on making more money, making, um, all this superficial stuff and like, Something like this just feels like every a community that comes together and it's a place we can call home. On top of this, it's like divine intervention for me. We um and don't worry, this story has a purpose. I'm not talking about just the driving, but this is important, so I want to share this with you. Um we again we love horror movies so we saw shutter on the our roku stick we're like oh yeah shutter i remember hearing about that you know they have like scary movies that'd be something cool to have so we could watch scary movies whenever we want because any other streaming platform you mainly have to wait until around halloween time so we're like okay um so we got shutter and we were kind of browsing through the movies and we kept seeing this guy like joe bob joe bob joe bob and it had some cool like art on it i'm not gonna lie i thought it was just gonna be some kind of like obnoxious <laughs> hillbilly kind of guy um and i was like that kind of i don't know i've never even heard of this guy like what is this but I said, you know what? We clicked on it and we noticed there were like movies that were already out. Like I thought he was going to do his own show, kind of like a Larry the Cable Guy kind of thing. But I was looking through it and I, w- I saw like The Hills Have Eyes, um, Sleepaway Camp, like different like old movies that like I've heard of that I may not have necessarily been exposed to. Or I've maybe like watched when... I was younger, but I didn't really, like, watch it the whole way through. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And they had Halloween on there. And I was like, okay. So, like, let me let me play this. We played it. And I instantly fell in love with Joe Bob. If, just a little background. Joe Bob was um, in the 90s on, like, TNT. He's a movie critic. And, I mean, his history goes way back. He's actually John Bloom, but his, like, persona is Joe Bob Briggs and he's kind of like this Texas um, cowboy he wears bolos he drinks Lone Star he has a lizard and he's just kind of like this wacky character that like he'll review movies and he his original tv show late at night was Monster Vision and he did essentially the same thing he went off the air and as of a couple years ago he was brought back to kind of review Um, the older movies the 80s and the 90s some of the 70s and the newer kind of cult classic horror films the b-movie horror films from like the early thousands and um like i said it was revived and it was a great hit he was only meant to come back his show's titled the last drive-in he was only meant to come back for 
this one kind of shebang and it did so well that he's now going to be renewed for i believe his fourth season um his third season just wrapped up and he reviews about eight movies per season so every friday night you know we watch this live he'll do a double feature and he does his commentary it's really cool because he shares his background knowledge of it he'll give you these fun facts about the movie and you have darcy the male girl there too she's kind of keeping up with everybody on twitter and live time and it's just it's fun it's simple and he's kind of like I don't know, something about their aura, how they're just so like shamelessly themselves speaks a lot to me because I've struggled my whole life with people pleasing and trying to fit into this mold because I've always been different. Like not a lot of percentage of people like horror movies. It's the smaller percentage of things. Everybody's about Marvel and the superheroes and like the stereotypical stuff. And I was always on that other end of the spectrum. My whole family grew up loving like horror. I would watch like Jason and Freddy and all that stuff when I was like five years old. And um, it, it just, it means a lot to me to see these people just shamelessly be them um we can kind of be they call them the the mutants and the the we're like the weirdos but in a good way and it just it was an outlet for me to express myself so why am i talking about joe bob well we noticed after literally just watching a couple episodes last year they're like joe bob's coming to the mahoning drive-in and we're like what this like kind of popular but not super popular drive-in this guy who has um his own show on Shutter, which is affiliated with AMC, is coming to the drive-in? I was like, what? I was like, what are the odds of that? Like, we can meet this guy. This is super cool. And I was like, okay. So we waited and we waited and tickets went on sale. So we're actually going, as I'm recording this, it is this weekend. I'm going tomorrow to the first part to see Joe Bob live. Um, he's going to run his, he's going to do a live filming this weekend of the last drive it's gonna be super cool super super cool i'm really excited but with that they just released some news the mahoning and i i didn't believe it so apparently the land that the mahoning is on if you watch the documentary at the drive and jeff will mention that this guy owns the land and he will not sell the land to him they wanted to be able to own the land but he's nice enough to let them lease the property that they're on Well, a solar company just came in and wants to buy up all this land to put a solar farm on. And as soon as I saw that, my heart dropped because that means they would have to demolish the whole drive-in. And at first I was kind of like, oh, well, I guess that's it. No more Mahoning. But then again, I thought, I, I saw everybody, the the people who are volunteering are putting out videos and they're saying we're going to rally together. We're going to go down um, August 3rd to this board meeting, this council meeting, and we're going to um, fight this because this is historic and I bring we bring business every time me and my husband go out there we go to the giant there we'll eat food from the local shops we'll visit like Jim Thorpe we'll make a day out of it and then go to the drive-in there's people that come in all from the United States there's people that came from Canada when the borders were open before COVID um 
this is a big thing. People come from everywhere to see this drive-in. The page itself has almost 30,000 likes. Um, so it's definitely reached a lot of people. And it's just something that... I was like, we cannot let, like, I just found this place. It is a gem of a place. There are not many places like this. Anytime something like this is nice and old and traditional, something comes in and ruins it. The big corporations and like, you know what? Big corporations, they have their place to some extent, but they cannot destroy everything. And here's my thing. If they're buying up all this land for a solar farm, I may not know the mechanics, but the the plot of land that the drive-ins on is so minuscule like i mean it's good like you can fit i don't know hundreds of cars maybe and you have the big screen but you're telling me if worse comes to worse you cannot take that little plot of land out of it like build around it like you are that greedy that you're going to need that extra little bit of land to profit off of like that makes me disgusted if they literally cannot stop buying the property entirely at least allow them to keep that plot of land because they've worked so hard a lot of those people are volunteers i i think they're probably paid now but the first couple years when they were getting back off the ground they weren't paid they were staying there they were driving from connecticut they would they would go down and they would um spend their time there just to keep this place going And now it's like as soon as things start to get better and it seems like they're going to establish themselves, they get taken away, swooped by big companies that have way too much money to just literally buy whatever they want. And I'm kind of sad because Lehighton's kind of like a very historical town and they keep things charming and old and traditional. So I hope that they don't fall victim to this big big company kind of way of life um that's a big thing in my area since new york city is relatively close an hour or two away we get a lot of big amazon warehouses popping up building over old farmland and again i understand that you need those things but there needs to be a balance (laughs) um we can't have everything be metropolis and you need that balance of suburban um country and everything because it has a charm and it keeps people sane and there's been people living here for how many years and they're used to a certain way of life you just can't come plowing in because you're money hungry and you want to make more money but yes i know this is like a crazy story but i do encourage you guys to like their facebook page the mahoning drive-in m-a-h-o-n-i-n-g drive-in um And please support. They have more information on there about how you can write letters to the board. um, What you can do. Just share the post to your page. Because people you may be following and know may know of the Mahoning Drive-In. And they may want to support it. I know I'm probably going to show up to this town meeting. Joe Bob, who is a big supporter. His big um, saying at the end of his TV show is the drive-in will never die. So this man who has tons of influence... He's going to be speaking about it. He just released it at the drive-in. He is going to be um, making a remark and a plan. And he's probably going to rally all his people together. So it's going to be cool. So why am I telling you this story about a drive-in with, like, that you may not even care about? (laughs) Which I hope you care about. I'm telling you because it brings in that perspective and hope 
the thing that drives you you can you can hear the passion in my voice uh, when I speak about this and it gets me excited it makes me want to defeat the big man if you know what I mean and showing what can happen if you put in the effort and if you show up because I don't know about you but if you've ever seen Star Wars if not that's fine because you can relate in other stories too. But if you've ever seen Star Wars, the whole concept, I love Star Wars. I grew up watching it. Um, big Star Wars fan. And their whole movies revolve around hope. They're always the good guys. And this is, you know, true for most big movies. You always have the little guys who are the good guys. And they have less resources. They don't have the best Um, equipment and then you always have the big bad evil guys who there seems to be like 20 times more of them and they have like the best equipment and they don't play by the rules they play dirty but somehow the good guys always persevere because the one thing that the good guys have that the bad guys don't is hope and perseverance and the bad guys they may have all the money, all the tools, but they are so greedy that their own greed and negativity consumes them and that's what allows them to fail because the good guys, even slow and steady win in the race, less resources, they always come out on top because their intentions are good. And, you know, I get it. Not all the time it looks like it's good, but in the long run, they win. They always win. And even if you don't quote unquote win, the fact of knowing that you did the right thing leaves a standing impression. Because referring back to this drive-in and everybody rallies together, what if everybody thought, eh, I'm not going to show up to that. Someone else is going to show up to it. Someone else is going to do it. You can relate this to voting and the election. I don't care what side you're on, but what if you think, oh, someone else will do it. I'm not going to vote. My vote's not going to count. It does if you saw this last election. People who have not showed up showed up and it made a big difference in the outcome. States that were not um, Democrat flipped to Democrat um, for years, you know, because people showed up and they made the push. And I feel this same thing about the Mahoning, Um, you know, if each person shows up, every person makes an effort it all comes together as a big thing. And how does this relate to health and fitness? Thank you for staying with me this long. If you have no idea what's going on, I hope you find the story interesting at least. Um, but this is that, that act of hope and perseverance. Because in your life, I've seen so many people that they have a lot going on. They have chronic illnesses. Someone in, that's close to them died an untimely death. Um, they have the odds against them. And I've seen two types of people. The people that kind of wallow and they go, woe is me. I am horrible. Debbie Downer. And like, I get it. You have a lot of crap going on in your life. And you have the right to feel that pain and that sorrow. But you can't let it be a part of your life. <laughs> and that's the thing. There's people with no legs. Um, we have a man that he got his leg. He has um, a prosthetic leg. And he runs. He runs up and down 
the aisle now um, working out and he comes in every day and he looks great and I mean what if think about it what if that guy didn't do that what if he was just like oh I have a fake leg I and it was because of diabetes by the way um so even worse it happened because of diabetes you go oh I did this to myself I I just I I'm ashamed I don't want to work out and I'm gonna hide in my house and do nothing you know you could have and then you have this guy who's beating the odds you're gonna hear the story of my friend Jody and my good client Jody, who she has a crazy story. You're gonna hear about that because I'm recording a podcast with her today, actually, um, about how she's overcome the odds. She could have easily sat down and just did woe is me, and that's it, and nothing would have came of anything. Um, are you someone who's maybe doing that? Who's feeling sorry for yourself, or maybe you just You've had a lot of bad stuff happen to you for one reason or another, and you're just sitting there kind of just taking life, not doing anything. Well, this is my wake-up call for you. My wake-up call for you is, especially when it comes to fitness, again, we, we said we saw that one person who feels sorry for themselves. Then I see the people that despite whatever their circumstances, because everyone has something something going on in their life that they either choose to not share about or something that they've overcome and the people that persevere besides you know life happening to them and they keep showing up and they push through the pain they are successful but you may ask how the heck do they do it and from what I have seen and from what I've personally experienced Some days it's going to not feel good. Some days it's going to suck and you're going to question, why am I even doing this? And they just keep going because they persevere. Think about the people at the Mahoning Drive-In that had to drive four hours from their state every weekend. Sometimes they're probably like, why am I even doing this? Why am I volunteering? I'm not getting paid. This is a long drive for me. And they enjoy what they do, but why am I doing this? But they kept doing it anyway. And look at where it got them. You know, you got this flourishing drive-in. And again, that we need to fight for again. But again, I want you to think about that when you're going to the gym. Yeah, you're going to have days where something really horrible happened that day. And you're like, why am I even doing this? Why am I going to the gym? What's the point? I just binged on all this food all weekend. Um, I've been gaining weight. I've been busting my... Why? But you keep going. On another note, if you've ever read, I forget the name of the book, but it, it refers back to the Holocaust. And I nothing can compare to the Holocaust because it was a horrible, horrible time in history. So I'm not comparing fitness to the Holocaust, but I want to share this story with you. Um, there was a man, he was a um, in a concentration camp. And again... I'm not specific, um, but this is a true story. I don't remember the guy's name, but I remember learning about it and reading about it. Um, And he was in with his friends. And the one guy, he was like, I'm going to die on this day. And I'm just, I'm going to die. I don't want to live anymore. And because he thought that, like he kept counting down the days 
that day he actually died. And it wasn't from like um like a Nazi or something. He actually physically got sick and died because he kept telling himself it was going to happen, it was going to happen, it was going to happen. He believed it so much that it happened, which was terrible. Now on the other end of the spectrum, we have people who this one guy he had hope he had the positive perspective and he he would he had this mental place that he would take himself to um like he would visualize i think it was like some sort of field and like happiness and being out in nature and being free and he would think about that he would hold on to that every day and he would say i'm going to get out it's going to happen and he had this positive thought and you know what he survived he survived through everything the starvation and honestly he probably would have been dead if he didn't and you hear those stories of cancer survivors and unfortunately it doesn't happen for everyone it doesn't sometimes it's your time or sometimes you give it your all and the bad things still happen But would you rather be someone who at least you know that you tried your 100% best than being someone thinking, well, what if I did think positively? What would the outcome be? Because if you think negatively, I mean, is there really going to be a good outcome? No. Like me, recently, I've gotten um, a lot of thoughts just coming out of COVID and stuff like that, I've gotten a lot of anxiety about traveling and I get caught up in the news because they only report on bad things and you hear about like these random people who just go on shooting sprees and I get anxiety about that. I'm thinking, oh my God, what if it's me who's out in public and some guy just randomly decides to go on a a killing spree and kills me? I know it sounds ridiculous, right? But I think these things... (laughs) And, but then I I got to thinking, like I said, the Mahoning with the hope and like, you can't think about the negative. What if, what if I thought about the best outcomes? What if I thought, wow, I'm actually going to enjoy this trip. I'm actually going to enjoy my time out. Um, Honestly, if you look at the statistics, the chances of something like that happening are very, 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 very low. And even if it were to happen, if it happens, it happens. You deal with it in that time, as horrible as that sounds. But, I mean, if you worry so much, you know what they say? They say that we spend so much time worrying about what's not going to happen that our experience of us worrying about it is worse than the thing that that we thought was going to happen. We're better off just living our lives, trying to enjoy where we're at, what we're doing, and getting things done and it comes back to that hope and looking for the good in your day yeah you probably drive to work every single day and a lot of you are stuck in that rut you know you're just like oh gotta go to work again my life is boring I'm single nobody likes me this and that I hate my body what if you drove to work and you go oh my gosh Look at that little squirrel on the side of the road. It is just so adorable. Bear with me, okay? Because it's about the small things. Or wow, the sky is just absolutely beautiful today. 
and it fills you with absolute joy. Like, I can't get over that people here, I'm fascinated by the mountains. Our work, we, like, live right by the Delaware Water Gap. We kind of live in it. And when I park my car every day, I see the mountains. And nobody ever notices them. And I'm always like, they're beautiful. I get this beautiful view of the mountain. There's fog that rolls in in the morning sometimes. And I cherish that. Mainly because me, in my life, I've conditioned myself to enjoy the little things. Because I was deprived of a lot of things when I was younger. So I choose to look for those little things in life. Because if you look hard enough, you will find the beauty in everything. Find the beauty in yourself. The motivation in yourself. To keep going. To keep pushing. Because you care about yourself. If I refer back to Harry Potter, I'm going to butcher this. But one of my favorite quotes from Dumbledore is, Happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light. Isn't that true? It almost gets, gives me goosebumps. I almost get teary-eyed when I think about it just because it's so powerful to me. Is that, you know, it's always there, but you have to create it. You, you create it. Okay? It's you. Even when life is chaos and everything seems to be happening to you, the only thing you are in control of is how you react to it. So remember that. And I know I didn't, I thought I was going to relate this honestly to a lot more of specific working out and health and fitness, but I like to consider myself also, and I'm doing this more and more with my health and fitness coaching is teaching you mindset because honestly, a healthy lifestyle is so much more than lifting some weights, doing some cardio and eating your veggies. Yes, that's good and all, but if your mindset's not there... It's kind of pointless. You're just going through life and you're doing the motions. Even if you had a perfect model-esque body, would you be happy if your mind wasn't right? If you weren't happy with what you were doing? What was the point? What was the point? So take it like that. That I want you to think about your mindset like that. Is... Start to find the beauty in little things. Start to remember that it's always darkest before the dawn and that you have the power to change things. And it may not seem like it at first too, believe me. You do all these good things and nothing seems to be happening. Give it time. Just keep pumping that positive energy. Keep pumping that hope. Keep pumping the good vibes out and honestly sometimes it has snapped me out of some really really dark places um so definitely definitely do that but all right guys (laughs) um yeah I don't know what that was I do know me personally I felt like I was in a podcast rut um It's been a long time since I felt passionate speaking about something. I've actually recorded quite a few podcast episodes and have completely scrapped them because I would just lose my train of thought in the middle of them. And I was like, I'm not giving any type of value in this or it's just not something I want to put out. This is something I'm confident in. So I'm sorry if it felt a little all over the place, um, but 
the Mahoning Drive-In was something I'm passionate about. I wanted to get this out to share with you all. So again, be sure to like their page on Facebook, share it, um, write a letter. I'm writing letters and just, just, I wanted you to be aware of it. Um, but again, it's just a story that I thought related to this concept. And I hope it got you thinking a little bit about your current situation and maybe it's going to encourage you to be a little bit more positive, look at the world differently, try to do something nice today. If you're thinking in your head to compliment someone and then you don't, because I do that like a hundred times a day, just give them the compliment. Even if you feel like you're going to be weird, just say it because you don't know what your action might mean to someone. They really might need that compliment today. Even if you smile at someone, they might need that today. Um, the little things. All right, guys. And with that, I'm going to be signing out. Peace out. Until next time. I hope you have a great week. See ya.